Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It started with two women. And, well, today, it's still two women. But not just any women. It's Laurie and Lynn. Who can turn the world on with a smile. Laurie and Lynn, giving Northeast Pennsylvania local talk to start your weekend right. Suddenly make it all seem worthwhile. And now, celebrating their 10th year on the air on WILK News Radio, here's Laurie and Lynn. Love is all, no need to waste it. You can never tell why don't you take it. You're gonna make it after all. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? Well, I'm doing just fine. Had a, a, a good week, so I think that's wonderful. That is, you know, you sound like Patrick now. Yeah, and uh, Patrick got hearing aids this week. What? Yes. When did he need hearing aids? Oh, he's needed them for quite some now, time. Now, see, I would never, I've never picked that up on him. Yeah. They're expensive and they're not covered, uh, right? Yeah. By, who and did you get them from? I like an audiologist from or something? Or? Erica um, Schoenberg Gallagher in uh, Abington Audiology. Yes. And um, we picked them up uh, this week. I think her week. father is Elliot, is he? I don't know which one. I think so. Don't know. But um, anyway, it was it was interesting because he put them in. Well, she put them in when he was there, and he was. Uh, I said to him, "Does it sound any any differently? Is anything?" He said, "Yeah." He said, "It sounds really clear." <laughs> I said, "Good." And she has them turned down for the first two weeks just so you get used to the sound of them and then you go back in two weeks and she turns them up to the level where they're supposed to be so he has been wearing them and uh, especially watching television is he yelling at you lately because now he hears you yelling at him more than he did he, before no what he said to me was i think i'm speaking awfully loud aren't i i said yes he said, that's the way I'm used to speaking. Uh, he is used to, he does, he, does. he is loud, but right, exactly. I never put that together. You yes. Know? So now he, his voice is not as loud, but he's very, he's thrilled with them. He thinks it's great that he has the ability to hear conversations everywhere. He, oh, that's all he, he loves needs it. is to hear more. Yeah. Yeah, great. that's all he needs. Mm -hmm. So now we have a, an issue about uh, remembering to take them off to put them into this little kit you have instead of just putting them on the corner of a table at night what is it when they're sh when you shower how about when you sleep you have to take them out then too? both yes and are they that that real skinny little wire yeah. that you can barely see yeah that's it okay so he's uh he's enjoying it he really was surprised that he would like it but he is enjoying it. He said it's really a, it's a big difference in what he was used to and now how he can hear things. And he's happy with it. 
So that's good. Well, good for Patrick. Yeah, he he's happy. Patrick, can you hear me? Yeah, that's right. Okay, I'll have to and he tease also, him a little tonight. Well, he also told me to tell you. You know what I'm going to do when I see him? What? Well, I'm going to go like this. <laughs> Which you can't hear or you see, hear. folks. But what I'm, She's I'm miming. About, but yeah. Miming. <laughs> I used to, terrible. There was this guy, I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> yeah. He's no longer living, but he was, I could he was so nasty to me and rude years ago when I applied for a job. <clears throat> I won't mention names except it was VIA. <laughs> and um, he he was really one of the meanest okay. people I've ever, I mean, nasty. Yeah. Nasty. And then I found out later that he had hearing aids. So when I, if I ran into him and I, I would do that, I'd go <laughs> purposely. <laughs> Well, oh, God. it worked, but, I, I mean, guess. he's just, he, 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 you just, <laughs> so I'll, I'll just have to tease Patrick and do the same. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, he'll be very happy to see you because he told me today before I left, he said, now you tell Laurie, if she's not going to have spend some time with us at dinner, I'm going to make sure that I uh, disinherit her. And I oh. said, well, that's no loss, really. <laughs> Since I've never been part of the will. Uh-huh. Okay. So anyway. That's Patrick. He's he's a happy camper, and we'll be um, moving along to uh, Philadelphia for Thanksgiving. So this will be a, a real treat. Well, Lynn, I have drive. to say, how old was Patrick in October? Seventy-seven. Okay, so seventy-seven. And in all honesty, I know he has a few things that have happened, but seriously, when you look at him, he's sturdy. He's strapping. He's He's healthy. I mean, he doesn't yes. look his age. He doesn't act his age, other than because of his gait issues. That you know, yeah. so you you automatically think that. But he's he's really in good shape. He is. He Even is. though you yell at him and say you can't eat ice cream, but honestly, <laughs> he really is. When you think about it, when he oh. took that tumble down the steps, what was it, two years ago? Yeah, How year many ago. people at that age would like pretty much unscathed come out of that? Right? He was unscathed. He didn't break a single exactly. bone. Exactly. No Nothing. bruises, really. I mean, just one on his butt, but that's where he landed. But that's but okay. Still, he tumbled, did a tumble salt down the steps. But you know what? He does remember. Because every time in the morning, when he gets the, to the bottom, no, to the top, when he come, when when he's dressed and comes out, I oh, am in front of him. Down. Okay. And I, he puts his hand um, on my shoulder to walk him down the steps. And every morning he will say to me, do you remember when I fell down uh, the steps? <laughs> I think I do. Uh -huh. Yeah, he said, boy, I'm really lucky, aren't I? I yes, said, he yes, is. Yes, you are. I think it's all that ice cream for the calcium in the probably, bones. And probably. You, so stop yelling at him when he wants the uh, ice cream. You can His tell favorite him that. moose track. No, I I tell him to have it. You tell me to give, you give the I give you the evil eye. Now he can hear you saying <laughs> shh. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. So now he'll say, Lynn, stop saying that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. He's he's fine. Um, I know it. But I, yeah, I mean, the, the part for me that's the issue with him is that if he keeps eating the ice cream, he keeps adding weight. Every time we go to a doctor's office and they put him on the scale, he's gaining a pound or two. Mm -hmm. The issue for me is I'm the one that has to push him around in that transporter. 
and that's a lot to move 250 pounds for me up and down and try not to get down a hill and let it go. <laughs> Well, that was what you were planning on doing. <laughs> I said to you, don't you, don't you want to let that sucker go? Yeah. I pushed him a few times in it myself, so I, I know. know. It's, you know, uh, it's a lot of weight. So anyway, uh-huh. he did. We went yesterday to see doc, <coughs> excuse me, Dr. Uh, Lisa. Is it Lisa? Um Linda and Lisa, the sisters. Well, Lisa's the oncologist. That's, well, she's a hematologist. Hematologist, yes. excuse me. So we went to see her yesterday. Yes. Okay. Because um, it's the thickness. He's got some kind of a, a regressive gene, recessive gene, that um, has his blood be thicker than most other people. Nothing like and blowing every HIPAA regulation there is with this conversation. No, it's not. That's because this is me talking about I my husband, so teasing. it's okay. But anyway. HIPAA um, out the window. God. Yeah, HIPAA goodbye. So the thing is that we never would have known about that had he not had the fall. Because the fall is what caused everybody to start looking at why did he pass out? And he passed out because he had some blood clots. The blood clots came from this thick blood. So he's now taking some medication that's helping with that. And the concern, you know, we have is that if it's genetic, is it something that can be passed on? So that's something we're looking into. And I think it's interesting that in this day and age, that we can have that kind of medicine where you can have not just a blood test, but you can do all kinds of things to find out about the genetic makeup of your blood. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, even these like genetic blood tests, even the one I had for celiac. I mean, exactly. It's, it's ama- it is amazing. It, it is. is. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to tell you what, be, but speaking of HIPAA law, how about the fact that you're in a hospital room, okay? And if you're with someone and you're... Th- you're sharing your room, you mean? Yeah. Yes. Is there HIPAA at all going on there? Absolutely. There should be nothing going on. That they, and then I'm walking past people out in the hallway in that place yesterday, and I hear somebody having a phone call with a patient. Everything is right the pa- there. With the nurse or the doctor or yeah. something? Wow. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I don't understand why, I mean, the HIPAA thing is a little crazy because, mm-hmm. I mean. That's why there should be private rooms for It should for be. All. Private room, never mind Medicare no, for No, I private totally agree with you. All. I agree. Yeah. How can somebody get well when you've got somebody next to you who's sick with family and mm-hmm. televisions and, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> not good. I, I never understood it. Uh, Lynn, is that why there's not a hospital that, that sponsors us? <laughs> what? I'm kidding. I said, is that why there's not a hospital that sponsors us? <laughs> I guess I laughed at my own joke. Anyway. I guess you do. <laughs> <laughs> so what so, else went so on this last week? Last Friday, we wrapped. Um, and Thursday. Thursday night, yeah. Meyer and I were at Russell's. We met Joe Palumbo. And had a wonderful dinner. And um, Thursday, Friday, the Petersons, the Baldies, uh, Meyer, yours truly, and Randy Williams all had dinner at Russell's. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. We sat in that back room with the with the half booth. Mm-hmm. 
um, not the one we're in, the Nook, right. the other one, and it was great. So we, it, it was, I said, in, I was in that place three times in one week, the week that week. Yeah. Well, you were there with you us. Because you was there, the, I was with yeah. you the Saturday before. So it was, um, but anyway, a lot of people, it was uh, a nice night. So hats off to Russell. He did a great job, as usual. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yesterday I had lunch with a dear friend of mine, um, Jackie Finnegan. We went to Scanlon's, which you and I, you and I together have not been. Um, and it was good to see her. And when we were talking to Phoebe, Phoebe Mulligan, who's Tara's oldest daughter, and she was waited on us. And that's her grandma who owns it, of course. And F Jackie was saying, I don't know what I, every time I come, I usually get this, but I don't think. And Phoebe said, um, isn't that what we all do in this town? Like, figure out where we want to eat and where we want to drink. <laughs> and we were laughing about it. Like, it's, especially when you get older, like, it's what you do, right? It's habits. <laughs> Patterns. Yeah. That's what yeah, happens. But it's all it good. Is. It's good. It is. Well, we had some, um, it's, I had my uh, two college buddies that were with me last weekend at our place, The Lake. And um, we had just so much fun. We, we had a good time together. Uh, everybody probably, with except yours truly, had way too much to drink. Oh, my God. <laughs> but there was say, no place you. to go. No, and so nobody had to worry right, about it. Right, you go it. right so, to your room. And, and it was fun. We had, uh, we had, they brought some steaks, and we, I was going to do them on the grill, but it was too cold outside to do that. So we just had them, uh, we had the steaks and all kinds of things that we made, and it was a lot of fun. It was just really good. good. And I think my friend Janice is going to steal Calvin. And take him home. And I have to keep saying, don't you dare bring a bag big enough that you can put him in there. <laughs> she just loves him. And I have some wonderful video of the two of them together, and it's just great. So um, in a few weeks, um, my friend Joan and uh, another friend from Cedar Crest College are coming up for the weekend to bake some Christmas cookies. I love that you do that. I yes. think that's great. To the lake? Yep. Yeah, and, and the fire will be burnt. I see Absolutely. that's so nice, Lynn. It'll I love be great. It. <clears throat> love it. Which, what type do you make? Well, I usually make about five of them. And do you do so, cutouts? Did we talk about that? You said no, right? You don't? I don't do those. My yeah. sister usually does those. Did but you, we're going to do some that are uh, from the uh, Greco's. Uh, it used to be, yeah. you know, the woman who owned yeah, yeah. it. Pa uh, Pat, right? Patty, yeah. She um, she gave us all a, a bunch of recipes, and this is one of her cappuccino shortbread recipes we're going to do. We'll do that one, and if we have time, we'll do a second. Okay. Well, yes. we'll we're going to take a quick break this morning. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Welcome back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I'm Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance LLC, which is a financial planning firm specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Mm-hmm. And I want to give a big shout-out to another West Sider. Yeah, who's that? Well, 
Do you remember a while back we were talking about carpeting and different things? And yeah. Well, Roy McElwee, who owns Quality Floors, was happened to be into my brother, and he said, "Tell your sister to call if she needs it." But I heard her talking about it, so I I have to get a runner up my stairs, mm-hmm. um, and I sit on my stairs, and I because because it'll come down as much as it'll go up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm amusing myself today. So anyway, my brother Jimmy gave me, told me what the name of the company was. So I called him yesterday and I said, Roy, this is Laurie Cadden. And he said, Laurie. And he told us he listens to us all the time. And he said, I heard, I want to tell you how that happened. I heard you talking about it and I'm thinking she could, should come to me. So um, (laughs) anyway, I, I called him and we had a nice conversation. So I'm going to go over and see him. So anyway, I want to give him a big shout out because then his wife, who I did not know because he was talking very fondly about my mom, and believe it or not, the 29th of this month is a full year since my mom is gone, and it's mm. just, I just can't even believe it. But we were talking I about her, either. and he said, you know, my wife was a dear friend of your mother, and I said, well, who's that? And she said, her name's Monica. I said, oh, Monica's your wife? And he said, yes. I said, I didn't know. She works for Braces, uh, uh orchards Mm -hmm. so they have the big stand at the farmer's market right and um she my mother loved her and monica my mother and so i said well it's funny because i'm going over to get some apples i will say something tell her you you were talking to me so anyway i stopped in and got some apples and talked to monica so we were every time i go in i expect to see my mother sitting for because she would go for her lunch i think every single day that they were open and hold court and i was talking to jimmy jim Jim early the other day we had a beautiful memorial service at for hospice of the sacred heart at the cathedral on sunday Mm -hmm. and jim early was there who's one of our volunteers and he said i think of your mom so much he said i every time i'm at the farmer's market she would she was there my mother would sit and talk to anyone who sat next to her and say, well, who are you? And do you, and do you know my daughters? Do you know my son? And she would go on and on and, and they would get to know her. And one day she was talking to my friend Ella Rayburn and I walked up and because I went to pick her up and she, here she is sitting there talking to Ella. And I said, Ella, did you know that was my mom? She goes, well, not at first, but then she told me. So anyway, um, it's nice to hear all these these good stories. But anyway, Roy's a West Sider. His brother Dave um, is a sweetheart, and his sister um, Charlotte. You know Charlotte Ravioli? Yes. Okay, she's Dave. She's Dave and Roy's sister. I didn't she know was that. a McElwee. Okay. And Charlotte's in a club that I'm in, in and I see her and we talk about um, her brothers all the time, and they're just a great family. So, big yeah. shout out to Roy and the McElwee family. Okay. And. <laughs> Anyway, so th- it's funny how things work. I have a follow-up for something we talked about two weeks ago. We Which were talking is? about the use of the um, delivery services for yes. the supermarkets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I knew that there was another one, and I couldn't think of the name when we were talking about it. So the name of it is Shipt, S-H-I-P-T. That's the service, okay. the delivery service. And they are connected to Weiss's. So I... Decide. I was going to check it out and see if I could get a sense of how they work versus the one, the Instacart, the Instacart mm-hmm. that you, we talked about the other day with Wegmans. So I went online and I ordered everything 
uh, this was at night. And so you get to pick a, t a delivery right. time the next day. And so I said 10 to 11 o'clock in the morning. So the woman came over with all the stuff. And she did everything right except for one. And that was just, it was a call. You know, she just decided to do something. But I did get a text. And she wanted to know if it was okay for me to make a, for her to make a substitution for something that I had ordered because it was unavailable. Would I be okay with this? I said, yes. So she, she had the whole thing done in probably 20 minutes and was at the house at 10 o'clock. And on the app, I could give her a tip, which or is what not. I did. Yep. Yes. So I did. But I discovered that I think there may be the same situation um, that I was complaining about with Wegmans, that when you order using any of those services, you pay a higher price for the food in addition to the price yeah. you pay. Yeah. All right. So I don't think that was the case with Shipped. What, uh, that you, you paid less, you paid the same price? Same as if I walked in. Okay. But the thing is, you've got to have the relationship has to exist between Shipped and the store in order for you to use that. But how do you know for sure that's it? Just because you know the prices? Yeah. Okay, I'd have because to check that out. Because I did know out. the prices. Mm -hmm. I and like, is it wise? It is wise. Yeah, it's it? wise. I yeah. always say wise. I know, well, everybody does, but I think it is. That when they're commercials, they say wise. Right, so yeah. that's what I try to do. But anyway, now. that's correct. So, so I just thought that and, I wanted and, to clean that up. There well, is couldn't you one. make the sub substitution right on the app? See, mine, when I do it, yeah. it, it if once I put it in, it, it'll go back and you go over it and then it'll say if not unavailable how about this and then you they list all of them or you say no stick to the only you don't want to substitute so they know that in advance and then like I told you what I do anymore is just put special notes please call me and then they call and I'm able to talk to them and if I forgot something or I told you where it, it's been working out well but yes there's a big difference in price there is, but it's okay. I'll have I mean, to I, well, to, I say it's for the it's it's the convenience of it, it is. all. It, it is so. But really, me, when you think about it, it, was worth it. You're already giving. You're already spending money with them just by virtue of shopping there. Yes. A. Yeah. B. Now you're the, the upcharge to what you're shopping, and Wegmans. Let's face it, is not the cheapest place. Although their name brand stuff is is fine, um, but I'm a brand person, and then you're paying the fee to be part of the of the uh, delivery program yeah. yes mm -hmm. so and a tip yeah and then a tip yeah so it's, i don't it know it, it is but it really did make a difference because i didn't have to go do it yeah it, it, it's, so, it's very convenient and if you can do it when that stuff happens you yeah. do it like again i wouldn't get things that i need to look at or feel i won't order on there so i have to yeah. go anyway but it's um yeah it's good so you were happy with that uh, i was and that's uh so what did how did you find that app because i think i went online to wise to see if they had the service and this was a couple of years ago they do have their own service where you can call ahead and have somebody in the store get everything ready then you go and pick it up yeah Garrity's all they all of them are right. the same way so i was looking for something where they would deliver it as well and so when I went online, I noticed that they had those op options there. So I just clicked on it and found that it was fine. I forget what it was um, for an annual subscription. 
not ridiculously expensive, yeah, yeah. but you know, it was it, it, to me it was worth it to do it. And then mm -hmm. I thought that was my point. I already paid for this. I already paid for the year for the service. Right. I might as well use it. That's right. So I did, and I was happy with it, and it worked out really well. There you go. So there you go. And so. did they bring it right up to the porch for you? Oh, right she brought it right to the door, right? Yeah, yeah, see, that's nice. Now, if good. you weren't there, they would just leave it. Did you I give them I instruction? Never, I never had See, I just situation. tell them to leave it if I'm not. I mean, in the winter, it's it, it can stay out for a little right. bit, but right. summer, it's a whole hard, lot harder. But it, I think they're great. I think those things are very yeah, useful. So that was a little something I wanted to throw in there because uh -huh. I thought it was only fair. So what else? I see you have stuff. I have over stuff. There. Yes, um, there was something. I th I thought this was really interesting because nobody really, nobody really thinks about this, but it is so true. It's the hidden costs of caregiving. Um, number one, you face unexpected, ongoing costs. So if you have somebody which is the same situation that I have, 78% of caregivers pay out of pocket for costs associated with caregiving. On average, that's about $7,000 a year. You don't think about that as far as retirement kind of stuff. Um, that's, that's number one thing. Number two, you find it harder to build wealth. Of course you do because you're depleting your retirement savings and things that you thought you were going to have available for some time down the road because you have to pay for these unexpected costs. And the and you also take on more debt. 23% of people at that age said that they actually took on debt in order to deal with the caregiving needs to pay for people to come in. The third thing is you skimp on your own needs. And that's true. Now, in 25% difference in, in your groceries, 30% difference in clothes or other personal care items, utilities, including heat and electricity, 12%, education for children, 11%, and don't worry about that one, but then household maintenance, 37%. You know, you need to do this, that, or the other thing, but you keep pushing it aside because you don't have the money to do it. You have to take care of the caregiving. Number four, you sacrifice your own work. Caregivers spend about 80 minutes less per day on paid work. I can absolutely wow. agree with that. And 32% of caregivers have left a job because of the overwhelming, overwhelming demands of caregiving. That happens how, a lot. But how can you work 80 hours or 80 whatever it was less when you're an employee? Well, it's, you can't. Well, um, so and that's why a lot of people quit their jobs or they become uh, self-employed. Okay. Um, did I say 80 hours? 80 hours. I'm sorry. I said 80%. 80, 80 minutes. Say that. 80 minutes less per day they work. Okay. And number five, you pay less attention to your own health. Yes. Wow. Yes. Dental care goes down 36%. Routine or preventative care, 35%. Scheduling a recommended test or treatment, 33%. Going to the doctor when sick or injured, 31%. And filling a prescription for themselves, 28%. Now, I don't, I've never done that because I really think it's important that if the old story, if I'm not healthy, 
and I can't do my caregiving. How can you take care of someone else? Exactly. Yeah. So, well, but the the point is that there is some help for all this stuff. And I think people need to know that. Um, Employer assistance. If you work, ask your human resources team about any employee benefits aimed at aiding caregivers. Two, look into government or community resources. We have Area Agency on Aging, Mm -hmm. which can provide a lot of that. Um, There's the U.S. Administration on Aging's Elder Care Locator. Visit eldercare.acl.gov. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services lists state programs at hhs.gov backslash aging backslash state resources. The State Health Insurance Assistance Program assists those with Medicare and their caregivers. And then formalize any agreements. Family members should document who will pay for what in any caregiving arrangement. A disabled or aging relative may want to pay a family member for caregiving services. If this happens, create a compensation plan, often called a personal care agreement, that outlines specifics. The Family Caregiver Alliance at caregiver.org has details for creating this document. And get help from others. Ask family and friends for assistance. That's the hardest thing to do. I know. I know. And then tap into AARP's resources. They've got plenty. There you go. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn show. We'll be right back. Here's Laurie and Lynn. We're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. It's a financial planning firm designed specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, which is on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And Lynn, did you watch the debate? No. Well, why not? Because I don't. Uh, to me, it's a waste of time and energy. I did watch I'll a watch lot it. of it, but it was two hours long, and at ten thirty, I was like, "Is it over ten <laughs> thirty? There's know. just it was it was not bad though. Yes, last night. Um, I just think it's a waste of time because it really makes no difference until you get to the point where you've got the primary, and now we know who's running against who. Then I want to listen, but to yeah. this point, it's just noise. Yeah, and everybody's well. jockeying for position. They speak over one another. And it's uh, well, it was pretty civil, though, I have to say. nuts. <clears throat> so that's that. Uh, have you seen any movies? Are um, you going to see any movies? You know what? I did see one the other night, last week, that was really, really profound. It was called um, The American Sun. What's that? It was on Netflix, I believe, or... Okay. Yeah, I think it was on Netflix. It it was really one of the most incredibly acted movies I've ever seen. It was the thing you just you couldn't stop watching it. It was that engaging, mm-hmm. and the ending of it was not something that you wanted. But I'm not saying it you couldn't expect it, but it's not what you wanted. Did you see Judy? No, but I want to see I that. Know. I do. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones out. And how about the Tom Hanks that Mr. Rogers will yeah, be Yeah, I'd is like to today? see that. I, I think, think it comes out today. I think it is. There's a lot of good ones. I know. I love it. He, Tom, um, he seems like he's, like, perfect in it, as he always is. I just have a hard time seeing him 
as Mr. Rogers. Why? Just because Mr. Rogers is so much a part of, you know, the American culture. The He's an icon. He looks a certain way. You identify him. His brand is him. Yeah. And when you take that away and ask somebody else to be him, it's hard to do that. Well, I don't know. That's art. That's what happens. Well, I, I guess. Think he's great. I think he looks like he's <clears throat> perfect for it. I, I mean, he just puts well, himself is right into the... He's an excellent actor. Yeah. But it's just weird to me. I mean, when he plays other roles of things you've never seen or heard before, then like Forrest Gump. I don't know Forrest that, Gump. Well, I, so therefore... <laughs> now you do. You know, yeah, but he made that Forrest Gump. But when you do something that is a person who was a real life person, well, there's it's an hard act, to yeah, do that. But he and I think Judy people. would be the same way. But I understand so she that did, she, yep, she nailed it. They wow. said. I have to see that. Um, yeah. Did you read too? Did you see the paper Sunday with our friend Erica Funky on the? Yes, I read. She just she's such a doll. Congratulations to her. She's she's got truly the most amazing voice. Oh, and she is and the delivery. kindest sweetest person going <laughs> i never met her brilliant just everything her voice is so perfect for she's yeah. just the best i love her well congratulations to her yep That's i sent great. her called her and had a nice conversation with lisa mazzarella when i called the other day who i equally love yeah and um then erica called me back but i didn't get to talk to her she's the best so it was so nice to see her 40 years. Yeah, that's Ooh. a long time to do that. I know it. I was thinking today that um, <laughs> when I when I do the numbers, when I do the math of how many years I've been doing what I'm doing uh -huh. and being in the financial services industry, it is north of 40 years. Wow. And I just say, well, how did I do that? <laughs> Where did that time go? <laughs> I don't know. It, really weird. And then I think of the new people who are coming in and a fascinating uh, survey that was done and a, and a projection of what it will look like five, ten years from now in this business. And mm -hmm. that's pretty neat. I know. It's very exciting. Anyway, I wanted to talk about something called five myths we believe about women and money. Now, this was written by a woman, this article, her name is Emily Nickerson. But there's a book that she's referring to written by a woman whose name is Helene, H-E-L-A-I-N-E, -E, Olin, O-L-E-N. And she's the author of a book called Pound Foolish, Exposing the Dark Side of the Personal Finance Industry. And she's been writing about this since 1996, but she's not going to give you what you've come to expect from personal finance writers, advice. Actually, she believes that much of the advice we hear from today's finance experts is, well, wrong. I disagree. <laughs> Let that be known from the start. <clears throat> okay, now myth number one. Women need more help managing their money than men do. According to this woman, um, she thinks that this is a myth, that um, it persists because women themselves believe it. It's the old joke. Men think they're the expert if they just see something about something. Women have a PhD in a topic and they're still concerned they don't really know enough. Okay. Where did that come from? I don't know. That's weird. 
And then she said the financial services industry plays into this perceived lack of knowledge, and that's a large part of it. But could that be based on what you and I talk about, that the woman doesn't do it as much because she thinks it's being taken care of traditionally by her husband, so therefore just doesn't seem to be interested? Or what do you think that's yeah, coming Yeah, I think, from? well, th- she talks about this, and I, and I, I really nice. I, gets me upset anyway she says women still earn less money than men it's not because women are asking for less women are offered less and women are more likely to be turned down when they ask this coupled with the fact that women tend to live longer than men means that women need to save more money for retirement and that's another factor the financial services industry uses to convince women they need more help managing their money what there's some kind of like um, uh, complicit nature to this like it's a game that the people in the financial services industry are are just feeding women with fear and that's how they justify what they do that is ridiculous okay she said she thinks that if we close the gender pay gap that would make a real big difference i don't think so for the same reasons you and I just talked about. It's not about whether or not women have financial literacy any more or less than men. It's that they're never exposed to it. They're never given the opportunity to do anything with it. And the first time they've ever really been exposed to this is usually because they have to make decisions about 401k plans. Mm-hmm. That Nobody ever talked, your mother, my mother, never had 401k plans. I don't no. even know what they are. So... We're being forced into understanding something about money, and I completely disagree with what this woman's saying. But <laughs> myth number two, and this this yeah, is crazy. It. Women are naturally risk-averse. Along similar lines, the financial services industry tells us that we need to be investing in higher-yield, higher-risk funds in order to have enough money for retirement. And when studies show that we have less money in those types of retirement accounts, women are chastised for being risk-averse. This woman, Olin, has written extensively on this. Women don't have less money in high-risk accounts because of an innate aversion to uncertainty. It's more of a symptom. People who have less money generally take less risk. That is ridiculous. That is totally ridiculous. That's not got nothing to do with it. Anyway, this goes on with it that says this makes sense given that we can't predict the stock market to know whether those riskier investments will pay off. We're starting off with less. We know we can't afford to lose what we've already saved. That is so utterly ridiculous. I can't even begin to talk about it. Okay, myth number three. We can't save. This is what you hear this one. We can't save because we're buying too many lattes or shoes. Well, hello. All in comments that most of the personal finance advice given to women is, you be a good girl and stop going to Barney's. Now, for those who don't know what I'm talking about here, Barney's is a, is a very upscale That's department no store in, in New York. Yeah. But the assumption that women are spending away their savings to a greater extent than men is another myth. Women do spend more, cl- more on clothes than men. Because they have to. But men spend a heck of a lot more on autos, liquor, and electronics than we do. Mm-hmm. Somehow that doesn't come in for criticism. Plus, though Americans are saving at lower rates in the past, it's not because we're overspending on luxuries. We live in a world in which our salaries are fa- falling and our costs are rising. That's going to make it harder to save money. 
Num myth number four, if we follow all the rules, we'll be okay. That's ridiculous. All right. Why not? Why and, did you bring this up? Because I just want <laughs> you to know this is what's out there. This is what yeah. people are saying. It's silly. It says people don't put the right amount of money into their savings vehicles. They don't invest the money properly. Even if they do invest the money properly, the financial services industry charges huge, enormous amounts of money simply for managing these accounts. Where okay. did you get that from? Uh, from AARP? No. Oh, okay. This was on uh, something on Google. Okay. All right. And then myth number five, personal finance is just personal. When it... Oh. When it comes to giving specific financial advice, quote, I feel the best way to give advice is by me explaining the world and how it works. And in fact, this world does not work for very, very many people, mm -hmm. end quote. What does that mean? We can afford to save for work, save for college, Are save you for sure emergencies. Are this is a real person? Yes, yeah, a real <laughs> person. Uh, I mean, I, anyway, enough said. Don't buy the book. Do not buy that book. It's, it's crazy and Love filled it. with a lot of nonsense. I don't even want to think about how ridiculous that is. Don't even say it again, because people already forgot who, what it is. But the book you should buy is the one that's called Power of the yes, Purse. Yes, there you go. And that's the one that's written by Lynn Evans, yours truly, which is available on Amazon.com. See? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, well, we so, can... So what are we going to do about Thanksgiving? Are we going to have a big... Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to say. There's a, a, a site called Prime Women, and it's for women over the age of 55. The article, lead article in today's um, newsletter was uh, to eat a really good Thanksgiving dinner and don't skimp and save. Okay. The only thing she said, and it's true, you know, why are the French people not overweight because they certainly love butter they love cheese they love all the things that we think of as being those and they things eat pastry at every meal yeah so mm -hmm. you know what's wrong well the difference between what they do and what we do according to this author was that we eat a lot of processed foods okay. so like for instance the green bean casserole yeah cream of mushroom soup yeah because that's processed yeah totally mm -hmm. and then the fried onion things that put on and the they top are too. totally yes. processed yes so if we look at some of the foods that we eat and if we eliminate some of the processed foods and eat the turkey, eat the potatoes uh -huh. that don't have a thousand and one things in them, and artificial. The home, and the homemade gravy. Yes, and the yeah. home-baked home pies. Yes, yes. Uh, you don't have that stuff because it's it's really something that, you know, enjoy it. And like this woman would, said, enjoy it because you're there with friends and family that you really enjoy being with instead of wolfing it down like most of us do you really stop and enjoy the taste of the food there which is go. something that the french do all, all the, time. the time that's right really well happy thanksgiving to you all we will we will talk to you next week but please enjoy and um enjoy your family and enjoy the good food and we'll see you next week so thanks for listening be safe and please be nice bye, bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.